Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Just back from Virginia, again, my new home away from home, conducted, or hosted rather, a meeting of cross-pollination regarding election integrity. Very excited about this initiative, my upcoming tour. As you all know, I've already started on a granular level at the moment. I'll be ramping this up in June, July. Very excited to come see you. Uh, Virginia, Virginians for America First. This is an organization to pay attention to. It is a movement. It is not just an organization. It's a movement that comes on the heels of the best four years our country's probably ever seen. America First. Who knew that that would have to, um, have to, as in a must become a movement to counter America last. I mean, who really saw that coming through eight years of an Obama administration? Who saw that before the eight years? I mean, most of us knew we were duped about a year into the Obama administration, much less were willing to accept that the American people voted for him twice. Not that we would have had much different with this opposition had they won, but how many of you saw that coming? And and what is it that keeps us from seeing things right before our eyes? Spiritually speaking, I can tell you as a minister that many times it's just willful ignorance. You know, it's things like political guilt. I mean, national guilt, rather. Shame. Um, Naivete. Or it's wanting to believe the best. I've told you guys many times, I've confessed that I did, in fact, vote for Obama the first time because I was apolitical. I was not involved at all other than writing speeches for, uh, in a very nonpartisan manner, for a myriad of elected officials here in the state of Georgia for state wide office, mainly the uh, judiciary. But I was not involved in politics, and and honestly, I thought, wow, okay, well, you know, we've come a long way, baby, the old Virginia Slims commercial. And again, I was not a political hack. I had, I just wasn't involved. I was like most of your 20-somethings now, you know, armed with very little political knowledge. And I, and I knew that John Cain Definitely was not the route the country needed to take. Again, you know, speaking of Manchurian candidates, wow. And uh, Sarah Palin at the time, you know, I felt like she was being used as just a, an awful uh, political stooge. And and she and she had you know her own merit that I that 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 should have as a 
as a governor of Alaska, uh, should have stood on its own. But but what they did with her in such political drama and theatrics, it just brought I felt like brought out the worst in her as a woman. What do I mean by that? Politics has a way of robbing you of your soul because it, it can bring out the worst in you. It just depends on what your particular poison is. What What is your particular Achilles? And it does it to all of us because it's happening to you on social media. How do I know? Because I watch your comments and I see how you react and you respond to one another and to the craziness of the moment, whatever the new alien landing is or uh, vaccination offspring of a third nipple or you know, I, I see your response to all things Joe Biden or the fact that, you know, you still think some people walk on water because they align with Q or U or V or W, X, Y, and Z. It brings out the worst in us. It can. It has for sure. Do you think we are at our best right now as a nation? I'll just ask you. Do you? I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't think we are. So it brought out the worst in her. It just brought out this very bitchy, catty, you know, just maverick. I mean, God, if I heard that one more time, I was going to th- heave myself, you know, impale myself with a dull spoon. You know, it, it, it was just, oh. And I thought, why are, why is she allowing them to to do this to her? And just this, I saw it happen with the Trump ladies too. Women who who um you know who were traveling around on his behalf, and I'd sit in the back in the media row, just watching some of this, going, "Wow, you guys are smart. You're beautiful. Why are we? Why are we becoming the the lowest common denominator of who we can be as women?" You know, to be to be a bitch, to be bitchy, to be pissy. I'm sorry if my language offends you. You've been forewarned. I can I can get this way some days, and today is one of those days. So I'm just going to tell you, if this offends you, you should probably just turn it off now. Do yourself a favor and me, so you can spare me the email and all the nasty responses online, and just know that this is the space I'm in today. So take me or leave me. If you're going to shame me, I would prefer that you just leave. Okay, why? Why do we allow ourselves to go there as women? We already have the, we're already called cats. That's why it's called a cat fight, right? Our little claws come out, our little fangs, and and we go to whoop and tail with our mouths just, and we're not taken as seriously anymore. We're just not. We're used as a, as a, as a WWF Saturday night sideshow like a clown car like a bunch of midgets rolling out into the middle of a circus, you know, a circus ring out of a car. And we become the lowest form of who we were designed to be as women. Do you think I sit in a cyber hub headquarters and, you know, use my cat claws when dealing with election integrity? Do you think I go to name-calling? In those moments, no, I'm rallying troops. And it's it's not entirely hard work right now because people are already on the field. They're just looking for someone to lead. They're already there. When the Bible talks about 
you know, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Um, that's, yeah, excuse me, that, that only not, that not only holds true in a, in a spiritual sense as it relates to, you know, people who want to believe that Christ is their savior and, and get on with the good works of the Lord and all of that in this life, um, you know, for the sake of the kingdom of God, right? But as it retains to liberty in this country, you have millions of Americans who are wound up, ready to go with whatever work that needs to be done. And where are the leaders? I'll tell you where a lot of them are. They're trying to figure out how to monetize our current and what could be a continued crisis for this country. If they're not creating clickbait for you, if they're not dragging you down into false hope around letters of the alphabet, if they're not um, entertaining you with their quippy mouths and responses and uh, promises of, you know, mass arrests and things, you know, it's happening now, it's happening right now, and things that we haven't seen unfold, if they're not enticing you, to just, you know, take a load off and just relax and know that God is in control because, you know, God is providential. And I'm saying that with a with a little bit of sass because when, when people sell you that gospel, that, that God is in control, but they're selling it from the standpoint of so you don't have to do anything, then they're liars. Now, does God need us for anything? Nope, sure doesn't. But when he tells you to occupy a space, that's because he is the general of his armies. And he's he's giving you a command to do something. And to occupy something doesn't mean that you sit idly by and watch as the nation flushes down a communist toilet, which is how we got to where we are right now. Someone asked me today what I felt about uh, Jenner running for uh, office and thankfully did not use the name Caitlin. I do not respond, or nor do I refer to and and if he were ever on my show, I would never refer to him as a her or Caitlyn Jenner. What do I think about him running for office? And my response was, his name is Bruce, and I think it's a shit show. Bruce is not a woman. He will never be a woman. I don't care how far they nip or tuck or snip or whatever. That's not his biology, so why would I agree with that? So I don't offend him? What's more loving, to speak the truth to someone? Or continue to shroud them in a lie. Some of you think that's mean. And in some places, that's criminal for me to say that. Well, okay. Now what? It's not hard to find patriots right now who are willing to go into battle with you. And whenever I say battle, I'm not talking about the battle of the left, which is some terroristic kinetic you know, brouhaha of burning stuff down and, you know, spray painting things, beating the hell out of people, you know, in the streets and not answering for anything. I'm not talking about Uncle George bailing you out of, of jail or not, you know, enticing you with some bucks and some, some buses to roll in through impoverished, demented, dilapidated cities as it is to finish off the job. Right? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people showing up regarding election integrity who are ready to arm themselves with tools 
that will actually get the election grid back on the right course. That's what some of us are out here doing. And I want to thank the people who were on the call yesterday. This coalition is growing by the day. And there's nothing any agency or any or any fed any 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 of this mess is going to be able to do to stop the spirit of God that is occupying people's hearts and minds and spirits and bodies in this country. People who are willing to roll up their sleeves to stand the election grid back up, which is going to take a multifaceted approach. Nothing's going to be able to stop that. The only thing that could stop it would be if you guys just don't show up. If you spend your entire waking day online in silos of echo chambers of nothing but mockery, um, the newest and latest and, and most unbelievably ridiculous headline, as opposed to understanding what's happening with our military right now, which is almost 90% of your, as I'm told, from from high-ranking sources, most of your army has been vaccinated for COVID-19. And why is that a problem? Well, I don't know. Go look at the research for yourself. And if you've already taken the vaccine... Sorry, maybe you should have paid more attention to the research that isn't there or the the side effects that are coming out. I mean, were you afraid you weren't going to be able to eat or go to work or travel? You weren't going to be accepted? Well, fun fact, you still have to wear a mask and you're still susceptible to this, quote, virus that is completely man-made. And how do I know that? Because it has a patent. And anything with a patent was someone's great idea. It was a Frankenstein moment for them. And you guys just ran to the to the nearest jab, to the nearest needle. And I'm not here to shame you about that. I'm just here to tell you that there are going to be long-term consequences. I personally believe we have not even begun to see the long-term ramifications of running a Nuremberg trial level experiment on our own population. And I don't think we're going to like the outcome. I will say this mad respect for the Marines because they've effectively as a body of, of, of a military have said up yours. We're not taking it. 90% of the Marines have said, Nope, not for us, but thanks. Now, what is the army doing? According to my sources, an army commander has dictated to his troops that he is going to give them a couple of options. One, whenever you whenever you come in for your annual training, you can take the vaccination and then you get to play in the sandbox with all the other kids. If you don't take your vaccination, then you and a poop bag go live in Tent City during your few weeks of annual training as a matter of ostracization. Now, knowing how the human mind works, it's a little bit less like a military, right? Like a unit. When you're ostracized for not taking a vaccination, when you're singled out to be rejected, what do you think that's going to do to the psyche of your American 
soldier. Who's speaking out against this? And what if they do? What if Tucker actually covers this subject? What if? I'll tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be a trend on Twitter, a tweeting trend. This is this is so profound and prolific. There's going to be a trend. It's going to have a hashtag all unto itself, and people are going to be so proud, and they're going to use words like Tucker tore into them, Tucker eviscerated, Tucker destroyed, Tucker slaughtered with you know all of these big, awesome, powerful, meaty words of battle. Right. And we're going to feel good that someone in media actually gives a damn about our troops and speaks truth. At least there's one truth speaker because at least he told us about the aliens that, you know, we should all be concerned about because the Pentagon says they exist right as we're continuing, you know, to count and audit in Arizona. Do you hear about the aliens? Yeah, well, here's how I feel about the aliens. I don't give a damn if it's a one-horned, one-eyed, flying purple people eater with JFK Jr. on his back and and Linwood with a leash around its neck parading down, you know, South Beach. I could not possibly care less about aliens right now. No, I will not be deterred or distracted from what's important, which is our election grid and what happened in November. And what happened in January? I don't care. I really don't. None of that matters. Matter of fact, give it some time. And you're going to see some alien-like stuff going on, I believe. Because it's a matter of chemistry. And elements. And things that were designed and created to save the trees. Those of you who have ears to hear understood what I just said. The rest of you will hopefully figure it out one day. But whatever happens, like what's the end result of Tucker and his big cojones on his show continuing to spread the truth? And thank God he does. That's wonderful. Good for him. Super pumped his sponsors haven't caved. That is super fantastic. So glad that keeps you guys fired up. But what is the end result? Is anything happening? Is anyone, has anyone been, any case been adjudicated regarding the election of 2020? Has it? Most of you believe there was no evidence because, well, the courts didn't take it up. Right. Because our courts are, you know, (laughs) uh, so insulated from, uh, from being bribed, extorted, um, or otherwise uh, blackmailed, right? They're so insulated. That's just impossible. If there was actual fraud there, they would have, you would have seen cases, but President Trump, Trump's team didn't do a good job. They don't even have the evidence. Really? Have you seen the affidavits I've seen? Did you get the phone calls? I, did you watch testimony? Did you see people raise their right hand and, you know, Signed and sweared it. Did you watch? Did you watch as my colleagues in conservative media try to convince you that a legal document that it that is um, that is punishable by perjury is not really a legal document in the way of an affidavit? That it's not evidence. That affidavits are not submissible. 
Did you, were you around for those broadcasts? And there's, and they would still tell you that, you know why? Because they hate Trump and ultimately they hate you. They hate freedom loving patriots. So when it, when it comes time to like sound the alarm about what's happening to our military and why is this important? Some of you are like, well, you know, I had to take anthrax and worry if I, I've lived in much worse conditions than a tent, Monica. I've served in the military for 20 years. Well, thank you for your service, sir or ma'am. And, and that's wonderful. And I'm sure you've had some crap, you know, moments and, and that none of us, none of us civilians have had, nor would we want to have. And we thank you for that. We honestly, I'm serious, right? But, but why would you be okay with others being used as scientific guinea pigs? whatever it comes to a vaccination. Why? why? Why would I ever agree with that? Why would you? And what are we doing about it? Who is doing anything about this? So it's not enough to continue to run from headline to headline, from alien to hippopotamus to Bruce Jenner thinks he's a girl to he's running for office to did, did you hear what this governor said about this? And, and did you, did you, did you hear that, um, you know, uh, Lynn Wood took on, uh, whatever that dude's name is in South Carolina, you know, the truth is going to be revealed. Did, did you see that, you know, worldwide wrestling match verbally, uh, between the two of them? Did, did you see the latest Mike Lindell post? Did you see that? Did you, I mean, I can't even keep up with, there's so much coming at us at one time that I just turn that stuff off and, and I watch as the rest of the world, it devolves into this tailspin of intellectual and um, spiritual mush. And it's very concerning. This has been so long in the making that it is, it is, you know, it's really an indictment on us because many of us have been out here for years warning you because of the truth of the word of God, that you don't ever agree with a lie. Because once you go down that road, the lie has to be sustained. And when the church said that it was mean for us to stand with scientific biology, that it was unloving of us to call a boy a boy and a girl a girl, now we're on a path And when we showed up to laugh because a black man dressed as an old black woman to make us laugh, and and culturally, it was funny, and now we see that our young black boys and our young white boys are being dressed as women, paraded across stages to be lusted after, and to, to pick up dollars on a stage like a whore. These are our children. But we got into the tepid water years ago. And the water's been boiling for a while and nobody's jumping out. And where were we? Where were we as a body of believers? Where were we as the truth speakers? Some of us were out here getting our butts kicked by the rest of you. Some of us were being deplatformed. Some of us were being demonetized. Some of us were fired. Some of us were ostracized. And you know what? I would do it all over again. And I'm doing it today. Because the truth actually 
matters. I don't think we should be celebrating anything right now. I think we should be in a state of mourning for our nation and the state of our nation, the spiritual state of our nation, and the um, the lack of integrity across multiple streams of consciousness. The assault on God, who is the author of our liberty, now the assault on our military, today our newest assault is on our military, assault on our children, assault on their education, assault on our flag. Do you see all of this has been coming for years? It's been in the name of, you know, equality. Black Lives Matter. And how many of you complete, I mean, if you're listening and you have a Black Lives Matter uh, sign in your yard, please don't follow me. I'm not kidding. If you have a Black Lives Matter sign in your front lawn because you're a good white person, please don't follow me. We have nothing in common, and I'm not here to try to evangelize you. I am who I am, and I believe what I believe, and I'm not always right, that's for sure. But I will never agree with that Marxist doctrine that has got us right where we are today. And Jesus Christ wouldn't buy it either. And if you think that little lawn sign is going to keep them from burning your house down, you are nuts and deserve whatever is coming your way because you weren't willing to stand with the rest of us on truth and principle, which is God created every one of us equal, period. There doesn't need to be a debate over that. There's not a constitutional debate over that. We are equal. We are commanded to forgive. If you're not going to forgive national slavery and get on with your get on and know that you're equal, find another country. Go somewhere else where you think it's going to be that much easier to live in freedom. But I, for one, I'm done with that. I'm done with watching the placation. I'm I'm done with the, well, let's be nice because what would Jesus do? The lies that are perpetuated by the church. You don't know how to minister to people around mental and spiritual illness. So instead, you say amen to the demonic insanity of, of the bondage that people live in. That's what we do because we're uncomfortable. We, don't, we have no idea how to set people free. None. And why is that? Because we don't know the liberator. I'm on a little bit of a tear today, and I'll tell you another reason why. I've seen more tweets and comments and telegrams and shenanigans all day with everyone being in this, this I don't even know what you would call it. It's a this frenzy, because everyone's in a frenzied state right now, about the president being deplatformed from Facebook. Okay, and well, Monica, 
I can't believe you said that. You just said that our civil liberties matter. Our First Amendment matters. And, and Facebook has silenced the president of the United States. This is trending. This is one of those hashtags on Twitter. Right? The president's been silenced. Well, let's take us back a couple of years when we had the House and the Senate. Remember those good old days? Remember when we had the spineless, testicleless uh, Senate and House who would move nothing down the field on behalf of this nation or the or the president? Remember that most of what he did had to be accomplished by executive order. Remember that? How short our memories are. We are challenged with short and long-term memory. I don't, I don't even... And no wonder, you know why? Because the big psyop you guys are waiting for isn't JFK riding in on 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 an alien on the back of an alien. The big psyop is the fact that that we're all frenzied enough over every jot and tittle that we can't get off social media long enough to actually demand that the people that we've elected actually uphold the laws of this country. Demand that we execute the laws of this country. Demand that we protect the constitution of this country. We have been programmed to sit and fight wars with our thumbs. God almighty, can you imagine? Opposable thumbs was our downfall. (laughs) I mean, y'all are trending on... President's been silenced. Well, oh sure. How many? How many Senate hearings did we? Ted Cruz eviscerated. Ted Cruz slaughtered. Uh, what's his name? Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg is taken before the Senate today, and this is in. Watches Rand Paul tears into the flesh of Mark Zuckerberg, and 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 you listen to the audio, and you're like, okay, yeah, that was awesome. That's great. Okay, ne- next, what are we doing? I'm sorry, antitrust laws. Um, you know, publishers, publishers who pretend that they're not publishers doing things that publishers are not by law allowed to do. I'm sorry, what are we doing to adjudicate that again? Right. No, we were so entertained. I mean, the only thing we're missing is the hot chicken and butt booty pants, you know, and her little boots or high heels or stilettos and her little booby top. You know, cute, cute, tanned, cute little girls, beautiful smile, running around with a card. That's what Congress needs. We need a girl in some ass shorts with, you know, with booby tops and and that that would put a uh, that would put a Hooters girl to shame or Twin Peaks. Maybe that's what we should do. Hire Twin Peaks girls to go and 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 hold up scorecards during our next Senate hearings, our congressional hearings on everything, which is nothing more than a damn theatrical spectacle. That yields absolutely nothing. What did we get for Kavanaugh? Jesus. What? I'm sorry. What did we get for uh, Amy Coney Barrett? What did we get for those two? What did we get when it counted? When it counted with an election, what did we get? Nothing. We got the truth, which is justice is dead in this country. We got the truth. How many months did that trend? Oh, Brett Kavanaugh. I'm, you know, and and 
Christine Blasey Ford, who who just put on such a stellar performance about a night that she, you know, couldn't remember that never happened. I mean, I'm not I'm not a professional interrogator. And it but I well, maybe. I mean, when you're sitting across from people in ministry, you learn to recognize patterns because you're trained to do so. You know when you've been hacked. You know when when someone's trying to uh, lie, take advantage of you, manipulate, all of that becomes extraordinarily obvious, not only because of the discernment of the Spirit of God that rests within you, uh, but because it's just kind of painfully obvious after, you know, your hundredth person that you've ministered to that example, that, ex, that, uh, that exemplifies um, and embodies a manipulative spirit, right? You see it coming a mile away. There are certain speech patterns, uh, um, physical patterns that occur and you just go, okay, well, that person's not telling me the truth right now, but, but we got to sit through that for, for weeks, for weeks. And, and for months, the country tore into its flesh over a liar and over defending a man's honor and, and character to, to position him while defending president Trump's choice, I might add, Right. And just annihilating the left, there's another word, uh, just, you know, with our mouths and our tweets and our big trending moments. Yeah. Right? And for what? For what exactly? Where's the Supreme Court now? Still as dead as it was the day they decided not to grant cert to any case regarding the heist of the election of 2020. This is this is my sobriety broadcast. This is how I get when I see things for exactly as they are and I continue to watch as the majority of my nation just sits with its, you know, I mean, like you guys have got your luggage, not all of you. And hopefully you, if you're listening to me, you're not one of them. But much of the nation has their luggage and their toys and all their little effects and their kids and they're holding their hands and they've got on their vests or Sunday best and their clothes and 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 they just believe that they're going to they're going to be relocated to the promised land. They're going to get on those trains of glory on Twitter and Facebook every day. Those little hashtag campaigns that make you feel all warm and fuzzy like you're doing something and your voice, your voice matters. And like Ch- Ted Cruz really cares about what you tweet and, and Rand Paul and, you know, and, and all of your, I tell you, the only person who's actually catching fire uh, and, and attempting to move the needle legitimately would be Marjorie Taylor Greene right now. Try that one on for size. How does the establishment feel now? Literally left her to hang out to dry by herself. They hated her when she was running. And still loathe her. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you, she's not just up against the Democrats. She's positively up against Republicans. No doubt about it. To this day. You don't think that battle gets tiring? So when we had the opportunity to do something about big tech, we didn't. And guess what? You have to ask yourself, why? Why all the smoke and mirrors? Why the Twin Peaks girls with the with the numbers after every round in a in a congressional or senate hearing? Why? 
I don't know. You guys are smart. I bet you can figure it out. I'm not saying everybody's on the take, but I'm saying that when you have an entire nation pounding sand and and people putting on shows as if they're pounding sand about big tech, yet big tech is never reined in. I'm sorry. At some point, you just have to get honest about what's going on, about what's really going on. And and sorry, folks, but if you're waiting on President Trump to come back into office in August or whatever the next, you know, I don't even know what the latest campaign is. I'm not on that train anymore. Not. My sleeves are rolled up and I'm out here doing what I can with the people who are ready to work. I hope that you will join us. I hope that you will join us in the effort to restore the election grit. I'm not out here offering, uh, you know, moments of cheerleading and, and, and entertaining you with, you know, your, your latest and greatest, uh, world, uh, wrestling federation, um, politician. I don't have the cute girls and the little butt skirts and shorts, um, you know, out on tour with me to entertain you and make you feel good about stuff. And I'm not draped in our flag. I'm carrying a banner of our flag and what it represents, which is liberty. It's what it represents to everyone else around the world. I don't know how we'll, I don't know how we forgot that. And that maintaining and curating liberty is not only up to our military. We were told to occupy. We were told to occupy this earth, not just this country, as kingdom dwellers. That requires grit. That requires courage. It requires truth. It requires eating some dirt. It requires standing on the truth no matter what. It requires sacrifice. And we get so scared every time one of these gods erects itself to stand up and roar against us, this toothless god, when, you know, we hold the purse to every industry. We could bankrupt any industry we want in this country. We could bankrupt entertainment. We're doing it now. We could bankrupt, uh, you know, uh, auto companies that decide that it's more expedient, you know, to, to be overseas. Or uh, the poultry industry who's decided that it's a, it's a good idea to, uh, you know, buy chickens from China, grow chickens here, buy them from China, ship our chickens there, bring their crap here, literally, uh, you know, upend our entire poultry industry here, our farmers that have taken subsidies, so not to grow, you know, those sellouts, right? There, there are ways of bankrupting industries as occupiers. There are ways of bankrupting politicians as occupiers. There are ways of cleaning the judiciary as occupiers. But it takes, it takes some stones to be an occupier. I'm not going to lie. I'm not talking about the stones you, you heave at other people. That's easy. Your little opposing thumbs and all those little wars you engage in every day, that's easy. That's nothing. I mean, it's taking toll on your body for sure. You know, think about all the headaches you have or upset stomachs. You can't sleep at night. Your little tense shoulders. 
Your children don't even recognize you because you're such a jackass most of the time. You're just mad about everything. Half your friends don't come around. Your family's like, nope, not hanging out with them anymore because, you know, can't even have a decent conversation without them going off about something. Mm -hmm. That's the climate in which we find ourselves. I am not offended by the fact that the president has been kicked off of a social media platform. Can we just put this in perspective? Social media is not my God. I'm so grateful to the only living God that I was completely shut down on Facebook, not once, not twice, but finally, permanently on the third try, they got me and took away my entire life of my child. All of our memories gone, no chance to get my pictures back, my account, none none of that. All my little posts of, of my date nights and my food and my cute outfits and, you know, all my ranting about certain politicians and policies and laws and, you know, all all that stuff gone, gone. In the blink of an eye, someone said, oh, I'm just going to turn off the light to to the, uh, I'm going to turn off the, the microphone to the Monica Matthew. Some of you would celebrate that and that's cool. Whatever. We all are entitled to our own opinion. I pounded sand over it because it's a place of it was a place of monetization for me at one point in time and and I've never made a fortune off of that because that's never been my purpose. I've never set it to be my purpose to monetize um anything on social media. I've paid more money than I have actually made online uh for ads to promote something to give you information. But I thought it was criminal for someone to be able to come through my storefront as a space that I was leasing and arbitrarily shut off my lights because they didn't like my mannequins. Because my mannequins weren't gay enough or trans enough or thin enough or obese enough or liberal enough or globalist enough or Black Lives Matter enough or any number of, you know, just crazed, lustful, depraved uh, trend of the day that I had to agree with in order to keep my store light, my storefront in their leased space called social media, called Facebook. I thought it was extremely criminal for someone to be able to do that as operating as a publisher while lying to you, telling you that they're not, and Congress swearing to it, and the Senate as well, and all we got was a bunch of, you know, showmanship every time they got dragged before a congressional hearing. Isn't it true that you interfered with the 2016 election? Well, define interfere. I'm sorry, I had no idea that was going on in my C-suites because I'm so out of touch as the CEO of my company that I didn't realize that we were actually partnering with Russia and the CIA and others, you know, to, 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 to bring down the greatest nation on earth. No, I didn't know we were doing that. Shame on me. Round after round after round of proving that they are acting as publishers and no one doing a single solitary thing about it according to the laws that are already on the books. No one. Nothing has been done. 
that Leviathan is writhing and raging, and that's a hydra, excuse me, with multiple heads. And you think I'm going to lose sleep over the fact that the president of the United States was taken off of social media? It's social media. You should be far more concerned about the fact that the president of the United States was gypped out of his second election. I can't believe they silenced the free leader of the the leader of the free world. What did you expect? They are out of control private entities acting as publishers that no one will wrangle in. No one will rein them in. No one. It's all a bunch of words. That's all it is. It's all a show, America. It's all theater. So why are you giving yourself an ulcer trending with President Trump's been silenced on Twitter so it's a permanent ban? I'm like, my God, there are children at the border right now being vaccinated with chemicals in their bodies with no parental guidance, no parental authority, no one there to love them, have probably been raped a multitude of times getting here, will likely be trafficked through organizations that appear to be Christ-like. Excuse me, and we're concerned about the President of the United States being deplatformed for life from Facebook. Does President Trump seem like he's been silenced to you? Does he strike you as a man who will ever completely be silenced? Sure, it's dangerous. The media is a is a dangerous thing. It always has been. This isn't new. The media's always been leveraged for propaganda. Always. And it's always crappy policy and crappy politicians that start wars. And they use the media to defend them. And we buy it hook, line, and sinker. This is so old. Gosh. It's archaic. It is an archaic measure. And we buy it. And now we're like doubly doomed because what are we left with? Our opposing thumbs. God, what an affront. To a man or woman in uniform, that the best we've got is trending, trending hashtags. It's the best we have to offer the landscape of occupation in this country, what was once the greatest nation on earth. It's really shameful. It just is. It's disheartening. It is an affront to the author of liberty. So, no. You'll forgive me. I'm not, you know, my my weave is not upended because the president's been kicked off of Facebook for life because some freaking 25-year-old decided to wield their power from, from the mountain of Facebook. I mean, I have a friend. <laughs> Remember in the movie Ants, right? He's always referring to the movie Ants in the, uh, in the, uh, the monolith. Ooh, ah, right. The the ants go there and they worship. They look up at this monolith, like, and it's like a. Trying to remember exactly. Maybe I should watch that movie tonight. You should too, but it's 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 this giant, you know, probably a lily pad. Let's just say that I love the creators of all, you know, of of ants and all these little uh, kids movies that are very adult in tone. (laughs) 
Um, but but it's just you know it, it's kind of like a, what was it? Or how about Finding Nemo? Okay, when they're in the aquarium, and you know in the aquarium when he's like he's he's held in captivity, but the aquarium has like its own ecosystem of you know of a power of a hierarchy because every system's going to I don't care what it is, and Mount Wanahakalugi, remember that the little volcano thing that's inside the uh, that's inside the inside the aquarium and the dentists from the dentist from hell's office. Yeah. And they all stand at the base of the volcano, Mount Wanahokalugi. Right. That's what we, that's, that's how all of this seems to me. We're all standing at the monolith base of Facebook. I can't believe they just sacrificed president Trump. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? We have so many bigger fish to fry children at our border right now. I had someone laugh at me today because he's just a jack leg. And I always find it humorous whenever someone thinks so little of my work or me that they continue to follow me with, as if that's intellectually honest on their behalf. But he was making fun of me because I said that I have sources at the border who told me about what's really happening with our children. And, and I do in fact have multiple sources who are engaged with the children who are here in this country and who are in fact being used uh, in a Nuremberg trial like manner. And I don't care what you think about people from Honduras or, or uh, other countries coming across this border illegally. That is not right. It is not right. There are bodies being moved around this globe for financial gain by entities that profess to be Christ lovers. That is a war worth fighting. Those voices are worth fighting for. So much of a charade that we buy into every second of the day. And I'm seeing more and more people becoming suicidal. Some of you don't think that's, you don't understand how someone could get there. Some people are literally just on the edge. They're on the edge of leaving this earth. And and all it takes is just a, a flick of the finger to push them over. They're already sequestered. They're, they're quarantined culturally, uh, socially. They didn't really have a lot of fellowship to begin with. And now with all of this and people being so self-centered around everything, afraid of each other, uh, you know, not occupying in a godly manner uh, this territory, people, there are many people left very alone, very alone. And we were never created to be alone. That was not God's plan. So I want to encourage you as I close out tonight to please look around you. Pay attention to people online. If you're going to insist to to spend out your days online, please pay attention to what people are tweeting or what they're posting. And if you see someone enraged, if you see someone hurting, I want to encourage you to reach out to that person privately. You don't have to call them out in public. Reach out privately. Just be like, hey, you okay? I've noticed your posts are, you know, angry or you seem sad or 
you know, distant or I've, I've just noticed that, you know, your tone has taken a turn. Is there, do you need anything? If you see where people are, you know, uh, concerned about their financial welfare, maybe reach out to them privately. Don't, don't sit around waiting on the, on the, on the corporate church to do something for people. You polishing your stones against a corporate body of believers is ridiculous. You are just as bad as that corporate body not doing anything to help people. You, you, you get zero self-righteous points for that. Sorry. If you see someone hungry, if you see someone in need of, and I'm not talking about the dude on the street, I'm talking in addition to the people on the streets. I'm, I'm talking about people right there who follow you, you follow them, you see that the single struggling mom, fine. Maybe she does have five different baby daddies. What business is that of yours? You bitch because she's on your welfare system. You got to pay for it anyway through your taxes. So what do you think would happen if you actually quit bitching about it, reached out to her personally, privately, and said, hey, uh, I have a training program at my job, or I'd like to sponsor a quarter for you to go back to school. There's a technical school, or hey, I'd like to help you watch those five uh, baby daddy kids of yours, or you know, hey, I've, you know, I, I've seen your struggles online. Would you like to talk? I mean, that's occupying the territory, isn't it? Is, is Facebook keeping you from doing that? Are tech giants keeping you from being a human being? I mean, use it for, for what it, if you're going to insist to staying on these spy platforms, then use it for good. I encourage you to get off of them because it is ruining your ability to be a human being as you were created to be. And I say that with great confidence and authority because I've been guilty of it too. And until I got out here on the road, I didn't realize how far I had fallen from the ability to be able to communicate and connect with people um, kinetically in, in person how important that is to actually look into someone's eyes. Some of you are really excited about, you know, I get to telecommute forever. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Can't wait to see the health implications of that. That'll be super good, right? No one goes to the office anymore. We're all working from home, so we don't have to face each other and uh, carry each other's crosses. Yes, even in the workplace, people have crosses to bear. Every place our feet tread is an opportunity for us to live our highest, our highest possible life. Social media can be a place for that as well, but it is a dangerous place for you to be. I'm just going to tell you. And Facebook is at the top of that list for me. The best thing I ever did was shut my account down. It's very liberating. I don't have to deal with dumb, just gripey people all the time. Now I'm over in the dumpster fire of Twitter uh, more regularly, but that's fine. I got to tell you, out of all the social media platforms, Twitter for the cesspool that it can be, um, I love my Twitter followers. I'm not going to lie. They're very quick on their feet. It's just a different mindset. And they're, they are granted as a giant silo as well. Uh, to a large extent, but the but the quote news cycle is fast. But people are um, very quick to coalesce around one another, which I appreciate. I appreciate I appreciate that they are 
um, the, the, I'm trying to think of the distinguishing features. You know, Facebook has always been much more of a social um, networking, which is what it was exactly what it was designed to do, which is exactly how they've uh, manipulated you with the greatest psyop on earth. Uh, Twitter is more um, very fast paced, uh, again, very uh, quick witted. Uh, you know, there, there's something to be said for the person who can say something with their thumbs and well, it was 120 characters or less and get your point across. Um, it, it's just, it's a different personality type that's over there. It's a different concern. Um, some of you think it's worse, uh, as social media platforms go, but, uh, certainly the same AI programs running over there that are running on Facebook to silence conservatives. I get it. Um, you know, certainly not created with balance and fairness, never will be not as long as they're running roughshod, uh, over the country and our laws right now. And there, and nothing prohibits them from doing so. Uh, but it is, it's a different group of folks. And then Telegram has been completely taken over. Um, and, and folks on Telegram are, are interesting. And they kind of cross pollinate between Twitter and Telegram, but, but they're, but they seem to be sometimes, um, a little bit more gullible, uh, as it pertains to certain conspiracies and, and phenomena. Slightly more gullible. Twitter, not so much. Not so much. Facebook, Facebook reminds me of a perpetual uh, Saturday morning GOP breakfast. It just does. And I would rather hang from my toenails than have to suffer through another Saturday morning GOP breakfast uh, with the same hugs and smiles and pearl clutchers and, and the butt patters and the back patters and the liars and the thieves and you know, we're going to recruit them and, you know, that whole mess. Nope, I'm in the dirt. And that's exactly where I like to be. My sleeves are rolled up and I'm in the dirt with patriots who have never been involved in politics. And they are kicking butt and taking names. And I am damn glad to be uh, in the trenches with these fellow Americans. If you want your country back... You're going to have to go get it. You're going to have to go get it. I mean, that's just how it's going to have to be. All right. Till tomorrow. I love you guys. I'm done. Hope you have a blessed night. Remember, look around. Hurting people everywhere. If you're one of them, reach out to someone. Don't sit there in, in pain, loneliness by yourself. There's no reason for that. Someone out there cares. I care. Email me. Let's talk about it. Monica at Be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.